Well, hello everybody. This is the most recognizable voice in podcasting today. It's your American dream, baby. This is Stephen Booth, baby, with Jackson, Jackson Booth. with Wrestling 101 with Jackson. This is episode 17, man. I'm glad everybody's 17? back. Yeah. I thought it was 16. Look we had a little... We had a little break we took because, uh... I went on vacation and camp. Yeah. So, so we're just taking... He took a little break, so we're back at it. Yeah. And we're doing a live podcast, I mean a live YouTube right now. On uh, our, the YouTube channel on Borderline Texas Trash. I don't have one set up for his uh, re- uh, wrestling podcast yet, but we will. So we can start doing live shows. But before we get into the show and all that today, there's a little something we need to take care of and do. We need to uh, remember two, uh, well, really three big-time wrestlers. The Avenger, he died too. An older guy, one of the masked guys. So I think that was his name. But we've had three people in the past two months that were big-time guys that's died. It was Paul Orndorff, died last month. And then we have beautiful Bobby Eaton who died uh, two, today's Saturday. I think he passed away on a Thursday. So uh, our condolences to their family and stuff. And that's a hard loss, guys, because them guys were awesome. Paul Orndorff, he was part of the first WrestleMania with freaking Hogan. And uh, Bobby Eaton, he was part of the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette is their manager. And then, God, the Midnight Express, if you know wrestling... Then you've heard of the Midnight Express. They were an awesome tag team. Yeah. Very, very good. Very good. Well, we're going to do a, uh, a, a, uh, a, ten, a salute, the 10 bell salute thing for these guys. And after that, we'll get on with the show. But uh, here's the uh, 10 bell salute. And uh, our condolences go out to their family and stuff, guys, because. These are two great ones we lost, you know, especially Bobby, beautiful Bobby and tag team. He was one of the best tag team guys. But here's our uh, 10 bell salute and we will be right back, guys. Well, thank you guys for that, and thank you for helping us remembering these guys that passed away that were key, key elements in wrestling and why we are today, yep. and they they really helped a lot, paved the way for everybody, so our condolences to their family and stuff, and you guys will be missed. I know what my dad told me when the, um, I don't know the name, the night. Express. Midnight Express. She used to come down here and wrestle in the metric place. No, they well, they'd wrestled in the in Fort Worth area and stuff. They never came uh, to our town. Oh. But they wrestled over there. They was they came they they back in the territory days. They wrestled everywhere. <laughs> but their uh, main main uh, 
territory they wrestled for was, uh, I think, um, Memphis for the uh, Garrett uh, Jarrett's, and um, they wrestled for the Crockett's a lot. But we are going to go over territories today, guys. We're going to do that for a while. We uh, This show is about wrestling, and we're trying to talk about it and bring it to people's awareness and stuff. We did the first 16 episodes were on people. Yeah, but So now. go back and check out them, see which ones y'all liked and stuff. But we're going to take a break from people and go over territories because it shows about wrestling, everything wrestling. And it's kind of hard to get the people. Yeah. So anyways, here's right here is an old map I have. I don't know if you can see it yeah, they can see out it. there in YouTube land. But this is the old territory days. Sorry if I got to pull this closer and read it because I am a little blind. <laughs> you want me to read it? I got it. Duh. And of course, uh, I'm just going to name these off. These ain't like from the best to the worst or nothing. They're just <laughs> labeled and that's how I'm going to do it. Here's the first one. And it was uh, the St. Louis Wrestling Club. That was a pretty good territory, pretty big, pretty big one for a while. And then we had, okay, then we had the, uh, of course, the, the WCW, WCCW wrestling, the World Class Championship wrestling. That one was with the Von Erics and the Freebirds and all them guys. <laughs> That's the one I grew up watching. And then we had Houston wrestling. They just mainly stayed in Houston. Then we had a Southwest Championship Wrestling, which was Tolly Blanchard's dad. He owned that. Oh, Yeah, and they ran it. And then you had the uh, Western States uh, area, which was the Texas Panhandle, El Paso, all that area. And the Funks had that area. And then you had the Western States Wrestling Alliance, and that was uh, basically uh, Nevada. A state. And then the southern part of California, that was the World Wrestling uh, Association, uh, NWA, in Hollywood. They did the California uh, circuit. Okay. And then, of course, you had up in Canada, you had the uh, Stampede Wrestling, and you had the All-Star Wrestling. Then up in Portland, you had the Pacific Northwest Wrestling. That's where uh, Piper got hot. <clears throat> yeah. Right at Piper. And then, of course, you had the AWA, the American Wrestling Alliance with Vern Gagne. And then you had the Central States. I can't remember who ran them. I want to say it's Harley Race, but I'm not for sure. And then we got the Mid-South Territory, which was the Tri-State area, Tri-State Wrestling Area. It covered, like, Oklahoma, Tulsa, Arkansas, Louisiana, Parts of Mississippi. Uh, then you had the World Wrestling Association in Indianapolis. Then you had Championship Wrestling down there in Florida. That's where, uh, like, Dusty Rhodes and all them guys kind of started getting big before I they went to Crockett, I believe. Dusty Rhodes, baby. And then you had the uh, Continental uh, which was like Alabama, really. 
Then you pretty much, and then you had the Georgia Championship Wrestling, <coughs> and then you had the Mid Atlantic, which which had a uh, North Carolina. That was a uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. That was a Crockett uh, production, and then you had the National Wrestling Federation, which was uh, up north. It was Buffalo and Cleveland. I don't know who ran that. Then you had Detroit, and I think Detroit ran uh, the uh, the Sheik ran Detroit, and then we have the World Wrestling Federation, which is now the WWE, because they had to ch- take the F the foundation off and put something else. So that happened before you was alive. Hmm. I'm gonna tell them at the end. But that's uh, some of the basic uh, areas got spread out like that. Once again, here's a map. If you just kind of want to see, you can Google that stuff up and find out and look it up, guys. Just look up old wrestling territories, and it'll kind of give you the breakdown and everything and all that. And here is a list. Of here is here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start with a rest. We're gonna talk about a territory for a little bit, and then talk about some of the wrestlers that came through that territory. Now, the reason why the territories were so big that back then, Jackson, and for all you little folk, we didn't always have the internet. We had TV, but there wasn't satellite yet. There wasn't regular cable. The phones. There was phones. No cell phones, son. We had phones. We weren't that old. Landlines. Anyways. They didn't have the TV like it is now. So, like the TV station where you, like in the area you lived in, they would promote wrestling and you would just see that product. Every now and then late at night on some of them other channels you could get some stuff coming in from another state or something. But you had to be up late for that. But the, the regular programming was either like on Saturdays or Sundays. And they would do it at the TV station or the TV station would yeah. have it on their channel. That's usually how they'd work back then. But back then though, Jackson, let's say you was in the Texas area for a while. And you was kind of hot, but you needed to go away for a while. And maybe you wanted to change your look a little bit. You could go to another region territory where nobody knew you so like you could wrestle in texas and the internet and all that wasn't big back then at all and news didn't travel that fast so you could wrestle this week in texas and then go down to florida and take a break for a while re uh re-innovate yourself and then go to georgia or something so that was very cool but back then like nowadays guy that these guys wrestle more on the weekends in a couple times, maybe once or twice a week. Back then, Jackson, they wrestled every night at a different town. Every night they wrestled. That was their full-time job. You know, so they would wrestle and travel far distances. Like, they would be, like, let's say, we right here in Mineral Wells, they had a show they did, and it was over at 10 o'clock. They'd tear the ring down, everybody would take their showers and leave, and... They had to be in in another town by 7 o'clock the next day for the next show. (coughs) So if you had, let's say you're doing Mineral Wells tonight, and let's say you had a show on the other side of Fort Worth, about a two, three-hour drive. So you would get your sleep and then either 
drive after the show and get a room there or just get a room here and sleep and get up a lot earlier and have to drive. So a lot of traveling. I mean, they still travel now, but they did a lot of it back then. We're going to start with uh, number 25, which is the Southwest Championship uh, region. Uh, it was South, Southwest Champion, Southwest Championship Wrestling in San Antonio, Texas. Can you say that? Southwest or Southwest Championship Wrestling. Southwest Championship Wrestling. Yeah. It was founded by Joe Blatchard and Blatchard in uh, 1978. They were based in the San Antonio area. Unlike most territories, promotions that they never be promotions they never became a member of the National Wrestling Wrestling Alliance, the NWA. See now the NWA, they was in charge. They they would work with all the other territories. So, like Ric Flair, he was the NWA champion. He would go down to come to Texas for a while, wrestle with the Von Erichs, you know, because he could draw money and get a good storyline going with them, with the Von Erichs, and draw some money, and then go back to, you know, Georgia for a little bit, North Carolina. Go, I mean, he traveled a lot being the champion, and that's how they kind of did it back then. They were based in, okay, I already said that, and they weren't a part of the National Wrestling Alliance. They aired fights, they aired the wrestling on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. on the USA Network, starting in 1982. But a bloody match between Blanchard's son and Bob Sweden was too much for the USA Network. They thought it was too much blood, so they cut them off. And I believe, yeah. So they told them they didn't want to air their product anymore. They refused to air their program, and the in in the time slot was given to who? The world, the WWE. Hmm. It was given to them, so they got national recogn- uh, recognition. You know, being on a national TV station like that. Well, then the promotion was short lived. It only lasted. Uh, Maybe six, seven years. It started in 78, I think, by 85, 86. It was pretty much gone. The promotion was short-lived uh, because of poor audience and the national expansion of the WWF and Jim Crockett promotions. Blanchard sold the promotion to Texas All-Stars Wrestling in 1985. Besides Tully Blanchard, other notable wrestlers in the territory included... Uh, Tom Pritchard, the Sheep Herders, and Rick Rude. And the Sheep Herders, I don't know, you don't remember them. I'll have to show you some old footage of them, but they would lick people. They'd, they'd come out going like that, and then they'd lick kids' heads for some reason. Let's go. Yeah. If somebody tried licking me, I'll just slap their head away. But here are some of the wrestlers that came through the area while they was wrestling. Chris Adams, he was very good. Andre Adonis, he was very good. Austin Idol, Gino Hernandez, Tolly Blanchard, Ted DiBiase, Dory Funk Jr., and Terry Funk, Bruza Brody, Scott Casey, Terry Allen, Bob Orton Jr., which is who? 
Randy Orton's Faja. Chavo. The laser. Chavo Guerrero. Maddie. Maddo. Guerrero. Brett Sawyer. Buzz Sawyer. Eric Ibery. Killer Tim Brooks. Dan, uh, Dan Carrier. The Ninja Warrior. The CT Boss. Ivan Putzky. Everybody should remember Ivan Putzky. Tony Atlas. Everybody should remember him. Skip Young. Bobby Landell. Bobby Landell was a good wrestler. Everybody should remember him. Uh, Cameron Carmen Muhammad. Black Jack Mulligan. Dick Murdoch. Rick Rude. Eddie Mansfield. Dick Slater. Nick Bockwinkle. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Remember him? Oh, and he carries that big old two by four and hits people. <laughs> then we got Wahoo McDaniel. He was an Indian. He would wear the big headdress. Then you had Abdullah the Butcher. Then you had Kevin Sullivan, Bruce, uh, Bruiser Brody. I already said him, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Bruiser Bob Sweeten. Oh. Uh. But this guy, this one's Bruiser Brody, Jerry the King Lawler, Eddie Gilbert. Oh. Yeah, Jerry the King Lawler, he was, wait till we get to his territory. He yeah. was hot in Memphis. Yeah, plus he was good in WWE back then. He, I never won the first World Rumble he got, and he lasted for like, I'll say, a while. Then you got, got Tito him. Santana, the Chic Baby. Then you got... Boran Von Rushke, Ron Sexton, Tank Patton, Tiger Conway Jr., Rudy Boy Gonzalez, Lean Denton, Tony Anthony, Ricky Steamboat, and Manny Velabez. And here are some of the commentators they had. Roberto Rodriguez, Steve Stacks, Glenn, Glenn Goodson, and Gene Kelly was on the mic. I hope you enjoyed that one. That was the Southwest uh, Southwest Championship Wrestling. And let's what see what's here. 23. Well, for some reason... Uh, You're not on track. 24. My bad. It's okay. We're going to do one more and then we'll call it a uh, wrap up the episode. Yada, 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 yada. Shut your <laughs> All right. Let me get a drink. Hope everybody's enjoying the show. Has everybody, well, we'll talk about resting at the end of the show. We'll see if everybody's been keeping up and we'll put our thoughts and see what, tell you what we think. But I'm still mad. Mr. Man, I don't like him anymore. I know he's firing everybody. And then last night, I guess he fired a lot more NXT guys. He's out the bus of NXT Triple H's. But he owns it because it's under WWE. Triple H runs it, but McMahon owns it probably. I wish Triple H and Shawn Michaels 
own it and runs it. Yeah. And I wish they could own WWE too. I'm tired of Mr. McMahon. I really want Soko Mr. Boston to come back. Okay. Again. He's too old though, bud. Man. All right, we're gonna go over the inter, uh, the international championship wrestling. It was in Kentucky. It was in that area, and they was one of they swear, they were like one of these outlaw kind of uh, groups they called back then, because it started by Macho Man's father, because Macho Man, his dad, he was a wrestler. Can't remember his first name, but his first uh, was Poffo. Oh, by, it was Angelo Poffo, his dad. And he's the one who started running it in the uh, Kentucky area. It was created to rival uh, Southeastern Championship Wrestling that was based in uh, Tennessee, even acquired several of their top talents, too, in 1980. The main stars of the promotion were Poffo's sons, Lenny and Randy. Everybody remembers them now. Remember who Randy was? Randy Macho Man Savage. Ooh, yeah. Freak oh, yeah. out, freak out. Let me I tell ya. Huh? Oh, yeah. I'm Macho Man's little son. And his son, and his uh, brother's name was Lenny. Who was, I can't remember his name. Flying Lenny, that was one of his names. In the WWE, he was kind of like the, uh, I don't know, the, uh, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, he was portrayed as a smart guy in the WWE. I can't remember. But, um, yeah. His two sons were the stars. Uh, they had success as Leaping Lenny, Poffo, and of course, Macho Man Randy Savage. First name Randy, last name Macho. Yeah, freak out, freak out. Snap into his Slim Jim. And get to the point. Okay, Randy Savage. Apart from those two, only one other man held the ICW World Heavyweight Championship. A little-known wrestler named uh, Paul Christie uh, held it at one time. Another notable wrestlers in the promotion were the Orton Brothers, Barry and Bob Jr., Ox Baker, Ronnie Garvin, The Sheik, and a young Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. I remember when Hulk Hogan was trying to save her. Yeah, and Macho oh, Man's Macho. like, Ooh, I seen you put your hand right there. Right there, man. You're lusting for my girl. Ooh, no, man. He was just trying to save her before she fell. I know. But Macho Man was so mad and jealous. And I remember when she had to get out of the room because Macho Man was throwing stuff at her. Yes. I remember when he even threw, like, I remember when I threw... He, he literally he looked and picked up one of the tools and th- almost yeah like it hit his head but he was kind of knocked out but yeah he was like stop he saved you saved he was trying to save me and then that's when she slapped him she is well then in 1984 due to poor attendance the territory was sold to Jerry Lawler and Jeff and Jerry Jarrett. 
They merged it with their Continental Wrestling Association, where Randy Savage went to become a star. Yeah, he went from there, and then he went to the WWE. And here are some of the names that came passing through there. Apollo Gold, Barry O, Bobby Orton Jr. Now, I'm going to tell you this. You're going to see a lot of these names in other companies, too, because they traveled a lot. Like I said, they would spend, you know, a couple months over here doing a storyline, let's say, in Texas. And then they'd go to another territory in uh, Kentucky and do one. And then they'd go to Florida. And so they went through a lot of territories. Territory, so you're going to hear these names more than once. Okay, we got uh, Bob Orton Jr., Bob Rope. He was known as the Beast. Boris Mal- uh, Malenko. Buddy Landell. Chief Tuma, Crusher Broomfield, Doug Vines, Ernie Ladd. Ernie Ladd was good. He was a football player, too. Uh, George Wincroft, uh, the great Ka, the great Kabai, the great Tai, Izzy uh, Slapowitz, Jeff Sword. Lenny Poffo, Max Thunder, Thunder, uh, Mike Duggendorf, Mr. Wrestling One, The Miser, Ox Baker, Paul Christie, Piz Whit Whiteley, Randy Savage, oh yeah, freak out, freak out. The Hustler, Rip Rogers, Ron, the uh, one-man gang, Garvin. Uh, Ron White. Ron Wright. Super Duper Mario. Mario. The Sheik. Yamamento. Tony Falk. Tony Peters. Willie Monroe. Jeff Turner, Dr. X. Sam Diamond. Bill Martin, Rick Corner, Don Wright, Hot Hoot or Hot Gibson, DeVay Bronson, Terry Gibbs, Dennis Condre, Chief Black Eagle, The Mask Assassin, and Big Boy Williams and Johnny Wayholt. And here are some of the tag teams. The Biden twins, Brad Biden and Bart Biden, the Confidential Blondies, the Convert or oh, Convertible Blondies, Pez Whiteley, Rip Rogers and Gary Royal, the Devil's Duel, Doug Vins and Jeff Sward, the Samoans, the Great Tie and, and Chief Tapiu. Yeah, that uh, that one didn't last long. It was very, it, I think it lasted Ten minutes. five years or something. Five years. So, yeah. But some of these uh, other territories we're going to be talking about, they uh, lasted a long time. A very long time. 
Why are you trying to do that to the mic? Oh, and here's some of the belts that they had in the Southwest Championship area. The San Antonio Terry Blanche won that uh, territory. Um, like I said, it lasted uh, about 10 years. The belts they had was the uh, Brass Knuckle Champion. Of course, the Big Heavyweight Championship. The Junior he Heavyweight Championship. The Tag Team. The World Heavyweight Championship. And the World Tag Team Championship. And here's what belts they had in the Intercontinental Championship. I see you. It was, they had the uh, World Heavyweight Championship, the United States Championship tag belts, the United States Heavyweight Championship, the Southwest Television Champ, and the Southern Tag Team Champs. Sorry about that. All right. And like I said, we're just going to cover them two because I try to keep my shows about 30 minutes because he gets sidetracked so easy and it's hard for him to stay focused. Yeah, but, so, but if we do it during the night, I'm, I'm going to just do it for 30. Now, our next episode, we will be talking about, we're going to be doing interviews with some local wrestlers that come through called APW, Advanced Pro Wrestling. And that's going to be our first interviews of wrestlers. I am stoked. Jackson's uh, just, he's hes hes ready. Yeah, but we're going to get there before everybody yes, else Yes, Jackson. Gets there. We don't have to tell them everything. I know. But yeah, we're going to do it a day before the show starts. So, uh, before we leave, though, we're going to tell you about the show we went to last time. It was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. That guy finally lost the belt yes. to the cowboy. No, Max. Max won it. Whatever. Anyways, he lost the belt, and some other guys uh, lost. It was a pretty good, pretty good one. But we're looking forward to the new uh, show coming at the end of August. Hey, check it out. It's Advanced Pro Wrestling, guys. They do a. They have a pretty good show. They're on I like YouTube. It. They're on Facebook. So check them out. But if y'all ever go, they're going to have a show Cleveland tonight. Yeah. But if y'all are here in Mineral Wells. Y'all can catch them here too when they come. Yeah, they're going to be over there across from Walmart. Yeah. Anyways, um, what does everybody think about Vince firing everybody? Boo! I can't believe that. Well, he fired Andrade. And he ended up in the yes. AEW. No. You know he's there. You've I been know. watching it. I just like doing that. And then... Uh, he fired the Fiend. Yeah, they fired the Fiend. I hope he comes to the AEW. Ric Flair wanted to be released. He don't work with them anymore. Um, what are some other big names they got rid of? I think that's it for big names. Oh, Daniel Bryan's going to be going to the, WW, to the AEW probably. CM Punk's going to be coming to the AEW, hopefully. It's going to be exciting. I think this is very good for wrestling because before when Vince McMahon owned everything, there was just him. So when he fired someone, there was nowhere to go. Now there's so many options. You got 
AEW Impact, uh, all Japan Pro Wrestling. And you've got all these other independent places out there where they can work too. So it's it's very exciting to be a wrestling fan right now. And just think, if he can find all of his wrestlers, he won't have any more wrestlers, and they'll say, welcome back. What did everybody think about that blood death match on AEW? You haven't watched it. It was with Chris Jericho and Nick Gage. It was pretty good. So, uh, Chris Jericho, he won. Hallelujah, I don't like Nick Gage. You've all never seen him. You never seen him wrestle. You never know who I he heard, is. I hear him talk. Why? Because he talks like dudes. Yes. And plus, he looks ugly. Yeah, he is an ugly guy. He, he doesn't have. He has short hair than Chris Jericho. I got short hair. Does that mean I'm ugly? No. Chris Jericho just used that for a weapon, like choke him out or even swing in. Anyways, him yeah, it's. I just can't believe the the talent they're letting go. They let Braun Strowman go a couple months ago. I mean, I don't get what they're doing. But, hey, well, I think it's time for us to get on out of here. I hope you guys have uh, had a good time today. I know we sure did. Yep. Like always. Um, and don't forget to go to bed because school's starting back up. Oh, yeah. The kids are going to have to start going to bed early. They're so ready to go to bed early. You can go to bed at 9. Okay, Jackson. They don't need you preaching to them about what time they need to go to bed. I'm saying they can. Anyways, I hope you all guys enjoyed the show. But we're going to be doing territories. Next week, we're going to cover two more territories. Have some fun. I hope my uh, fans are liking what we're doing. But you want to send them out, Jackson? Yes. Tell them what, what's the name of the show. Wrestling 101 with Jackson. I am your host, Jackson Burton. And I am your co-host, Stephen Booth, baby. The most recognizable voice in the podcast and land of today, baby. Mm, I'm glad you all came by to let us get funky like a monkey, baby. Like You know, this is the American Dream, baby. This is just the American Dream podcasting, baby. This is why I don't like him doing this at the Yeah, end. he don't like my voices when I just start. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. it's Stone Cold. How you doing, kid? That's not how he acts. You can't do it. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. All right, well, we're done being goofy. We will see y'all later. I am Stephen Booth. This is... Jackson Booth. For uh, Wrestling 101 with Jackson. How's it going to do? Hope you have fun. We will see you later, guys. Next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.